0: Hello, you're listening to What's the Point with Heather Campbell. On this podcast, we talk all things dance. Let's get dancing. Hi everyone, this is your host, Heather Campbell. I want to use this first episode to tell you guys why I decided to start this new podcast, What's the Point? As a dance teacher, a studio owner, and a dancer myself for over 25 years now, I feel like I have so many experiences and know so many amazing people in the dance industry that have so much insight that they can share with young dancers, other studio owners, other teachers, um, just anyone in the dance industry, really. And I thought a podcast would be a fun way for me to get to talk a little bit more about my passion, I live for dance. I spend basically all of my time dancing or doing things for my dancers, as I'm sure many of you other coaches and choreographers can relate with what I'm saying. So I decided to start a podcast. It's something I've been interested in for a while. Podcasts have become a big thing, and it kind of makes me feel like it's my own way to. Talk to the world and share a little bit about something that I find important, which is dance. So, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a dancer, maybe even one of my dancers or my past dancers. You might be a coach or a choreographer. Um, you may work in a studio or a high school or a nonprofit dance program. Um, whatever part of the dance industry you're in, I hope that through this podcast, you're able to learn even more about dance and other choreographers and other opportunities and other ways to connect with your dancers or share your passion. Um, And maybe I'll even inspire some of you guys to start a podcast yourself. So yeah, I want to kind of talk to you guys about my plans for the podcast. I want to interview other people in the dance industry I want to learn from them. I want you guys to be able to see what other people are experiencing. Um, I think it's a really interesting time to start a podcast, especially since we are all just now, maybe not even all of us, but some of us are just now starting to get back to somewhat of a normal dance season after shutting down for COVID. I know for me and my dancers, it was quite an interesting time. I never thought that I would say that I've taught in backyards, in garages, in um, parks, on cardboard boxes, so we could work on turns. I feel like so much has been thrown at the dance industry this past year, but because of our love for the art and our love for sharing our passion and our stories that we have to tell through our choreography, we pushed through and we stuck to it, and we're almost back to normalcy which is super exciting. Through these times and through all these experiences we have so much to talk about. So I want to interview other people. I want to learn what influences their choreography, what they like about dance, why do they dance, what can they share to aspiring dancers Um, and I want to cover important topics. Uh, what, What are you guys Interested in learning about that's what I want to cover. I want to use this as a forum and a learning device For dancers everywhere. I think we all all over the world. There are dancers and choreographers and people who are Doing what we do but doing it differently. So let's share with each other so we can all learn We're always learning. I know that's one of my favorite parts of going to dance conventions is just sitting and watching how other people teach a classroom with hundreds of kids in it. Um, Or even just seeing how others coach. For example, when I'm in an audition at a convention, I'll watch the other coaches in the room to see how they're reacting. Are they giving pointers to their dancers? When they come off, if they made it or not, how are they handling them? What are they saying? Just to kind of see everyone's different. Everyone coaches different. Everyone choreographs different. Dance is so different depending on your background. And I think one of the coolest aspects of dance is we each have so many different teachers and choreographers that kind of play a role in who we become as a person. I know I can see some of my old dance teachers that influenced my choreography and my way of teaching. And I think those people deserve to be noticed and talked about. And this podcast is a good way to help us understand the importance of the role that we play in each other's lives as dancers. To give you a little bit of background about myself, I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. And I danced, I started dancing when I was three. And I fell in love with it right away. I remember when I was young, I would come out of class and tell my mom, like, I want to own a dance studio one day. Like, that's my dream. And for as long as I can remember, that's what I've always wanted to do. Um, And I actually, just this past year, got to finally start living my dream. I own a dance studio in Northwest Arkansas, in Bentonville to be exact, called Turning Point Dance Center. And... I love what I do. I love my dancers. I love my staff. I love getting to choreograph. I do a lot of our choreography in-house. And I personally believe that choreography is like a piece of our soul. And we trust it with our dancers for them to bring it to life and to touch other people through the choreography. I am a firm believer in telling your story through dance. Um, I... Base much of my choreography off of some type of story or message that I'm trying to tell so I believe that choreography and dance has the ability to change people's lives and if my dancers get on stage and they touch even one person in the audience with their story then that's a success to me it doesn't matter what place they get um, doesn't matter what adjudication they get if they're able to touch someone with their dancing and their story, then to me that is such a success, and that is why I do what I do. Growing up in Louisville, Kentucky, I did studio dance uh, for as long as I could until I graduated. I loved studio dance. I had the opportunity to train at some really amazing studios in Louisville under some really inspiring, and I like to think, industry-changing coaches and choreographers Um, some of them that come to mind that you may know include Cheryl Knight with the University of Louisville Ladybirds uh, Lee Eaves, who travels around and does choreography for colleges and high school teams and she coaches some high school teams in Kentucky right now and owns her own studio and uh, just so many amazing people Miss Brittany, Miss Greta, Miss Ashley. I could go on forever and talk about all of the people that influenced me and inspired me to be a dance teacher and kind of helped shape my teaching philosophy and my presence in the classroom. I had so many amazing teachers growing up, and I did studio competition. I didn't go to a high school that had school dance teams so when I got to college I went to Bellarmine University and I danced all four years of college. I was on the 2015 national championship team for Bellarmine and it was their first championship ever. One of the most life-changing experiences I've ever had um, to see a team that had been an underdog coming in as a freshman to my senior year winning the NDA national title for division two was a dream. It was more than I could have ever asked for with many teammates and coaches that were just amazing in every way, shape and form. I think they really show me how important it is to not just be a good dancer, but to learn how to be a good teammate and get along and dance like and blend in with other dancers. On every level like we did everything together and I loved college dance team so much so while I was in college I started my coaching career I worked for the studio that I graduated from dreams dance company and I started doing competition choreography and teaching some rec classes and really just learning about myself as a teacher and a choreographer And then I ended up deciding, after graduating with my master's from Bellarmine, I have a background in communication and design art and technology, and a writing minor as well. Um, I decided I wanted to get my doctoral degree. I wanted to be a college professor. I love teaching in every sense of the word, whether it's teaching dance, teaching School, I wanna do it all. I just love the opportunity to influence others and affect their lives and share my knowledge. Like I feel like I am given the opportunities and the experiences I have so that way I can share and influence others and change their lives. Like that's my goal and everything that I do is finding a way to make a mark on the world. So I ended up at the University of Arkansas where I am currently in my dissertation process uh, for the Adult and Lifelong Learning Program. And while in Arkansas, of course, I had to keep teaching. I've lived in Arkansas since 2016, and I love it here. I never thought I would wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to move to Arkansas, and it was of just like a godsend the way that I got here but I am so glad that I am here and that I have my studio and that I have my dance family and my school family here. It is exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm so blessed to be here. I've had the opportunity to continue teaching and growing in Arkansas as well and one thing that I really think is important about the change that I face from moving to Louisville to Arkansas in the dance world is when I lived in Louisville, it was a big city. Everything came to us because the competitions were right downtown. Conventions were downtown. And when moving to Arkansas, there's not, we do have some competitions that come here and some conventions, smaller ones, but you have to travel a lot to get to some of the bigger conventions and competitions. And that was a change for me. Yes, we traveled. Like, we would go to nationals. We would travel to Indianapolis for a big convention or Chicago or things like that. But we also had a lot of our competitions were local. And here we're traveling all the time, which is really cool because I get the opportunity to meet so many different coaches and studios and be inspired by so many, amazing dancers down south. For example, one of my favorite places to go every year is Nouveau Dallas. I think the dancers there are phenomenal and they inspire me so much. And just being able to travel and see different studios all the time is definitely a perk of living in Arkansas. Since being in Arkansas, I continued teaching, I continued choreographing i have gone to conventions i've gotten to know about the studios and the studio owners and the dancers in the area and it has quickly become my dance home and i love it if you ever get the chance to come and visit northwest arkansas come give us a visit we will dance with you anytime so that's a little bit about me and my background i'm very blessed and i know a lot of really amazing people that I hope to be able to bring on this podcast so you can meet them and learn from them too. And I hope to be able to share what I have learned in my 25 plus years of dance as a dancer, as a teacher, as a choreographer, and as a studio owner. I have multiple perspectives to share knowledge from and I am excited to see what all topics we cover and what comes of this. I do plan at the end of each of my podcasts when I interview people, I plan to ask them a series of questions. Each time they will be asked the same seven questions. So to end my first ever podcast, I am gonna answer these questions myself. So my first question is, what is your favorite style of dance? I would say my favorite style of dance is, it's really, really hard choice, because I love all styles of dance. I love challenging myself and trying new things. Um, so from ballroom to tap to ballet to point to jazz to contemporary to modern, I've done so many different things. And I guess if I had to choose a favorite, it would be lyrical, contemporary, or jazz. My second question is, why do you dance? I dance because it is my outlet, and it is my way to create something that can change the world and the lives of others. I dance to inspire my students and to connect with them on something that they love and to help them achieve their goals in the dance industry, whatever they may be. Question three, as a dance coach or choreographer, what is your philosophy or motto behind your teaching so in my studio there is a wall that has my motto written on it every time before my dancers go on stage except for maybe during all this block scheduling during covid because it's really hard when they're running back and forth changing but on a normal season every time a dancer goes on stage I always tell them three things have fun do your best tell your story And I always tell them if they do those three things, then that is a success in my book. I believe that dance should be fun. Yes, it's important to train. Yes, it's so exciting to win trophies and to win awards and be recognized. But it is so important to have fun because dance is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be an outlet. It's supposed to be a way for us to be creative and connect with other people. And you have to keep the fun in dance in order for dance to really connect and impact people the way that it should. Do your best is the second piece of that motto. We're not perfect. We are gonna mess up on stage. We are going to forget something that our coaches told us a thousand times. We are gonna slip or we're gonna fall or we're gonna bobble on a turn. We are not gonna be perfect on stage because we are human. And as long as my dancers do their best in class, at conventions, on stage, and they can come off telling me they gave their 100% and their absolute best, then that is all that I can ask for as a coach. And finally, tell your story is the third piece of my motto because I think dance, as I've said already in this podcast, is a way to tell your story and to reach others. What is something you must bring with you when traveling for dance? So when I travel for dance, which I do quite a bit of between November and June is big competition traveling season, I always carry Icy Hot in my bag. And that seems kind of silly, but Icy Hot literally gets me through everything. As, As coaches and dancers, we are always moving and trying new things and working new muscles that we didn't even know we had. So I see how it helps me get through anything that I need in life when it comes to dance. Name a few famous dancers or choreographers that inspire you. So I feel like this is going to be totally stereotypical, but obviously Travis Wall inspires me. His choreography touches my soul in a way that no one else can. Um, So Travis Wall... Derek Schroder, he just has the most fun, creative choreography that when I go to convention, he's my favorite convention teacher. And I feel like not a single one of his pieces ever look the same, which is so hard as a choreographer to do. Because uh, we all have our moves, our signature moves that we put in our dances. But I feel like he is always doing new things. And you never know what kind of style or what kind of song if you're going to get a disco song, or a labyrinth song, or a jazz funk dance, or sassy jazz, he does it all and it gives me life. I also am really inspired by Mia Michaels and Brian Friedman. I remember going to the Pulse convention as a child and I wanted to be their best friend and I wanted to know everything about them and I wanted to follow them around and just dance with them all day every day. Uh, Ty Diorio would also be on that list. He is amazing and just has such a great outlook on dance in general. And he inspires me a lot in my outlook on why I dance and what the importance of dance is. Why do you coach or choreograph? So I coach and choreograph to be able to influence young dancers. My dancers are everything to me. I feel like we go through so much together cuz we're together so much like all day every day it feels like um and I almost feel like as coaches we're almost a a second parent. I I get notes and cards from my dancers all the time that are like you're my second mom or thank you for always supporting me or teaching me more than just dance. And I do think as a coach we are more than just a dance coach. We have so much influence on their life, more than we even realize. And they take everything that we say to heart. And they aspire to be like us one day. I think one of my favorite coaching moments is, uh, I've had a couple students in the past that have said, Miss Heather, I just want to teach for you one day. And it makes me feel good as a coach. Because to know that dancers that spend every day of their life with me from a young age up through high school, hopefully. I hope they stay with me for as long as they can. Want to continue to dance with me and teach with me one day is amazing. One of my current staff members uh, is actually one of my dancers that I've trained for the last four or five years. And now she's getting to work for me, which is so, so much fun. But yeah, I choreograph and I teach because I get to share all of my knowledge that I've gained through my dance experience and help create the dance experience of others and help be a part of that journey. And it's such a beautiful journey. And everybody's journey is so different. And I choreograph because I have so many things that I am passionate about or so many stories that I wanna tell because I wanna be able to I wanna be able to affect people. And I feel like when I can choreograph a dance, that video will be around forever. And it can affect people and be exactly what they need to hear or see at that time. There's no greater feeling in the world. My final question is what advice would you give to aspiring dancers? So if I was giving advice to my dancers, I would tell them to follow their dreams and do whatever they have to do to get there. You can do anything that you put your mind to and you have to trust the journey and follow the signs. Like, there are so many times in my dance career that I thought, this is, this is what I want to do. Like, I want this award, or I want to be on this team, or I want to dance here. And I ended up exactly where I was supposed to be because I listened and I followed the signs. Follow the signs, give it your all, and just just dance for you. It does not matter what awards you get, or how many competitions you place first overall at. What matters is that you're learning and that you're growing as a dancer, and that your skills and your love for dance are constantly growing and changing and inspired by others. Take every opportunity you can to learn from anyone that you can, because everyone has an experience that you can learn from, and that are going to make you not only a better dancer, but a better person. So yeah, that is a whole lot about me and a little bit about what I want my podcast to be about. I am excited to embark on this journey with you guys. I can't wait to see what all guests come on this show. I plan to talk to choreographers, teachers, studio owners, performers, even Dancers from studios. I think we can learn from young dancers too. I'm excited to see where this goes, and I hope that you continue to stick along for the journey and dance with me. And if you have any topic ideas or things regarding the dance world that you want to talk about, send me a personal message on my Facebook or my Instagram. I have an Instagram for the podcast. So you should look it up and you should follow and you should send in things that you want to learn more about. And we'll talk about it or send in ideas. Or if if you are someone who would like to be interviewed, I would love to get to know you more and I would love to share your experience and allow you the opportunity to affect other dancers in the industry. So thank you for listening. And I can't wait until next time. Just keep dancing, have fun, do your best, and tell your story.